Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Untitled, the video series that makes you angry with your evangelical friends and your evangelical friends angry with you. My name is Pastor Don, and I'm coming to you with a fun verse out of 1 Corinthians today, which you may or may not have heard of, but I can guarantee you is going to be either fun or incredibly boring. One of the two, or possibly somewhere in between. And joining me are our, our uh, favorite uh, dear friends. Um, would you like to introduce yourselves, or do you want me to continue doing my announcer voice? I'm Pastor Rally. Wait a minute. No, I am not. Ew. That was gross. <laughs> I'm Pastor Tim. I'm Pastor Mallory. We're from, I was uh, going to say, Mallory, your beard's coming in so well today. I know, yeah, right? I know. Look at it. But no, like it's so it's so good to be doing these videos. I, I love these things. Uh, so I do have a question before we even get started. Oh, so I've always heard it said First Corinthians. Is there a reason that it's actually supposed to be one Corinthians? No, it can be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like for all of the things, look, I, I am as much about taking cracks at Trump as the next man. Um <laughs> Probably more so because he and I share a first name and that really pisses me off. Yeah, but... <laughs> like I, I kind of feel like a German in the 1950s named Adolf some days. Oh, um, I bet you do. <laughs> but there was a time, if you guys can flash back to, what was it, 2016, 2017-ish, where he was talking about Bible and he said like 1 Corinthians instead of 1 Corinthians or something and people were really railing at him. And I'm like, no, like... You got a lot of legitimate reasons for getting mad on him for Bible things, but they're yeah. interchangeable terms. Like the numerical headings for these, it, it's the first letter to the Corinthians, one Corinthians, right. whatever. Like it, it wasn't written in English originally anyway. Get off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, it was just more of one of those coming from an evangelical background. I don't know. Maybe there was a reason it's not supposed to be first Corinthians and we just weren't told. <laughs> no, no reason at all. It's just an artificial way to feel better than other people, which you may understand as the evangelical code. Look for ways to feel better than other people. It's true. You, miss, you are absolutely you missed the first not rule, man. Yeah, somehow I skipped that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, we. I mean, it's a very interesting set of verses we're talking about today. Yeah, we're, together. we're talking about lawsuits, legal action, Ooh. and... Uh, well, Shakespeare may have said first kill all the lawyers. I don't believe that was uh, in the Bible. So if you're if you're expecting <laughs> that one, I don't think that's quite the angle we're going to go on it. But there may be some fun shocks and surprises. Yeah, what what you find in these verses may uh may definitely shock you of where they're actually placed in the Bible. Yeah, that's that's a thing too. This is one of the things in, in, in that I'm loving. And we started this game last week, and, and I'm hoping you're mm -hmm. still playing playing the home game along with us. As I've said before, when we pick these verses, it's usually for like one or two lines that are are things that we've heard abused before, that are things that have been misinterpreted, or things that we just like hear a lot but don't really understand. But they're usually in the middle of passages that make no sense contextually to the way we've heard them used before. So today, mm -hmm. we've got a passage that's literally called Lawsuits Among Believers. So for those of you playing the home game, see if you can identify 
which verse it is that made us go, oh, the gay. I mean, oh, this verse. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit of a hint there, but well, I have a feeling some people would still miss it. Uh, you know, the evangelical church, potentially. But <laughs> shall we go ahead and dig in? I, I think so. All right. <laughs> So 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, however you choose to say it, I'm not better than you for picking one. Uh, 1 through 11. So let's get started. It's when any of you has a grievance against another, do you dare to take it to court before the unrighteous instead of taking it before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to we are to judge angels to say nothing of ordinary matters? If you have ordinary cases, then do you appoint as judges those who have no standing in the church? I say this to your shame. Can it be that there is no one person wise enough to decide between brothers and sisters? Instead, brothers and sisters go to court against one another, and this before the unbelievers. In fact, to have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud, and brothers and sisters at that. Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. The sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, men who engage in illicit sex, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, revelers, swindlers, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what some of you used to be, but you were washed, you were sanctified, and you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. All right, now let's play the waiting music and see if you can figure out which verse is the one we picked. We <laughs> <laughs> started at the same time. You probably can't hear that in the actual recording, but we did start at the same time. <laughs> Works for me. So... Obviously, for those of you playing the home game, it was <laughs> verse 9 and 10 that caught our attention. Because mm -hmm. on the list of cudgels that have been used against the LGBT community, the mistranslation, not to say nothing of the text itself, is huge in this one. Mm -hmm. The force of uh, mistranslation is strong with this one. Right. For real, yeah. man. I mean, man, it seems like the word homosexual isn't in that one. Yeah, this one, uh, one of the things I've loved is that depending on which translation you look at, homosexual as a word is substituted for either male prostitutes or men who engage in illicit sex. Uh, right. Sometimes I've even seen it slipped in on like some secondary translations as like the sexually immoral instead. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. evangelicals read this as, do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. The homosexuals, the gays, the lesbians, the gays. Ah, the gays. <laughs> gay! Gay, gay. Gay, 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 gay. Gay, gay. Right. I'm like, holy God, is that not what's going on here? Yeah, no, not at all. Without getting too much into the Greek, which for the sake of avoiding unnecessary and long pauses while I look stuff up, I haven't been doing too much of the of the Greek analysis here. That's all right. Yeah, um, that's fair. Because they can play the home game for that part. Yeah. Well, I'm the guy who has to edit the damn things, and I'm really kind of it's really going <laughs> to edit out the part where I go, okay, speaking of the Greek, hold on a minute, let me bring it up. Look at the dictionary. Hold up. Wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. And like five minutes later, I'm like, okay, I've looked at 14 different verb tenses, and here's what we're doing. Like, I still do that work, but like, right. yeah. I try to do as much of it off camera as possible. 
Um, but that also doesn't mean I necessarily have the direct recall of exact words. Um, in this verse here, the words that we translate as like male prostitute or men who engage in illicit sex, they're referring to very specific cultural practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, this is the theme, like every verse that we've talked about that has to do with LGBTQ condemnation has been the same story. Like they're not mm-hmm. actually talking about that. They're talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Because the concept of a loving homosexual relationship as we understand it today, has kind of existed in certain contexts, but hasn't been a major thing until the last like couple hundred years. Yeah. Um, and in fact, the idea of a marriage and a, like a family unit, the way we have it today, hasn't wasn't even really a thing in those times. Right. Yeah. So the, to read into this as a condemnation of a thing that did not exist when the book was written is immediately problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, however, I will say, if you are looking for the one time where the Bible does in fact address a loving homosexual couple, it does actually happen. Um, and that is, and I'm, not, I'm going to probably get the wrong verse off the top of my head, but I'm going to try to explain I think it's in the book of Matthew. It's the encounter with the centurion with the sick servant. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sir. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, th- there is a meme to this effect on our discord server, natural plug to the discord server here. Um, uh, that, that should, you know, the, you know, the meme we've all seen of the, of the, of the girl just screaming into the guy's ear and pointing like yeah. the centurion was gay. <laughs> the best part is that one leads to a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Which, as, as, a side, as a side note, that is not the first version of the meme I made. Um, I, I, I assume, Tim, you'll get a joke. The first version of the meme I made, I didn't think anyone would get, so I didn't use it. I took a version of the uh the romulan senator from that one episode of deep space nine holding the the memory stick going it's a fake it just retreats the stuff that was re- the centurion is gay <laughs> <laughs> and it wouldn't be an episode if i didn't work in a star trek joke so much. Um, i mean ab- absolutely not Nerds! <laughs> can't, can't go and lovingly accepted exactly. <laughs> i did my time 12 years of it with my head in the toilet i'm going to be called a nerd there you go <laughs> Approved. <laughs> and yes, I did accept my nerd status by using a Harry Potter joke in the same sentence because that's, that's right. Yeah, I know. Only way to do it. Side note: Having used a, a, a Harry Potter joke, I think it's worth throwing out there. Kind of screw J.K. Rowling for her anti-trans positions. Oh anyway, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, go, that goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Dobby wrote the books. It's. Funny. I was just gonna yeah. say that's that's what we go with. Is looking Dobby. at you, J.K. Looking at you. Yeah, looking directly at you and not blinking. Okay, my eyes. Anyway, um, do we want to actually talk about the verse itself beyond that? Um, All right. Oh yeah, yeah. The the basic, the basic gist of of this is that it's not bad. It's talking about um, Mm -hmm. like there's certain types of religious prostitution that happened in the days that were run by kind of men at the temple. That was a thing. Uh, Men who engage in illicit sex. There's also that whole arc that existed in ancient Hebrew society and Greek society of using sexuality is basically a cudgel for the lower classes uh we talked about how that was used in sodom and gomorrah back when we did that verse but it's here it's more of kind of like a way of showing slaves their place it's not like specifically to immigrants or foreigners it has yeah. a master slave relationship in a slave owning society but it's mm-hmm. still abuse of the poor and vulnerable and it's a non-consensual act of not quite punishment yeah but like the, the general mindset being i can punish you and feel good in the process so hey why not right Right. I guess. Which, uh, I guess. Not cool because 
Uh, despite what Abraham may have led you to believe, the main theme of the Bible is consent. <laughs> consent is key. Well, I, I made this point in one of the uh, Bible studies we had that, you know, I kind of just posted kind of offhandedly into the text comments of it. But it was, you know, you got to think about the fact that, you know, sex happens between two or more, depending on, you know, yeah. you know, consenting people. Okay. Happens okay. between those people and consenting, like, set up situations when you take the consent away it it's no longer the definition sex. of the word yeah it's no longer sex it is assault, assault abuse however you want to take it. yeah take the phrase for example non-consensual sex makes about as much sense as breathable water like exactly you are altering oh, the yeah. adjectival description of this word in such a way that it changed it to something that it is not <laughs> Right. Uh, it yeah. makes me so mad literally an oxymoron like it's, it's they just are not... morons <laughs> not wrong what do you call someone who drinks cleaning solution an oxymoron ah. hey. <laughs> cleaning jokes we got them oh man you know you want cleaning jokes smack we got it <laughs> <laughs> just Draws me back to if Abraham had an 800 number. Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> multi-purpose problem solver. Only one. No. Oh, no. Slides last. No, 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 no. Gives Move a, along. Gives a whole new meaning to the term hole in one. That's all I'll say. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway. So what about the worst. rest of this? Like we've talked about the ah uh, the gays moment in the middle, and obviously yeah, it's yeah, not about we that. We beat that one into the ground. Um, I'm going to toss out my favorite chunk of this one in a minute here and see what your take on this. That's verses seven and eight. Uh, in fact, to have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why? Why not rather be wrong? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud, and brothers and sisters at that. Yeah. Like. I could I could sum this up this these whole two verses I can sum them up in three or four words. Take the L, damn it. Yeah, I mean yeah. honestly, like that's where you learn the most, right? <laughs> right. Like, you know, if someone's like, if you're in an argument with someone, why do you have to be right? Why do you have to win? Like, what's it? What's real? This is a question I ask in every single instance of pastoral and parental problem solving. Yeah. Ever do conflict resolution? This is the first question. What's really at stake here? Right. Yeah. Now the whole context of this is lawsuits between believers. So like mm -hmm. if you got a conflict between two people over I don't know the sending of an angry email or something, something low stakes like that. Right. This is painting a situation where a situation like that would lead to a lawsuit. Yeah. Like, but Same. in that situation, what would be wrong with just taking the loss? What's at stake mm -hmm. here? Absolutely nothing. Conflict, huh? What is it good for? Right. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. And let's let's take a moment to just, you know, blatantly say this out loud, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're gonna agree. Your pride ain't worth shit. Right. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You know, it's I'm not a big subscriber to Catholic dogma, but there's a reason why pride's on their top seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, really see it. pride. <laughs> Sorry, were you pointing at the board or were you pointing at Steve Harvey? Because either way. <laughs> either one. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's interchangeable. <laughs> you know, it's a thing. 
When uh, the joke but, works in two ways, it's better. It's fine. Multi-layered humor. That's why, that's why people tune in to us in the dozens. That's, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. That's exactly in, in the threes and fours, at least. <laughs> ones of people. I'm just going to say there are ones of people that tune in us. <laughs> anyway. That is, the, I think, the central point of here. is The whole thing about this is addressing conflict uh, between within the community of believers, but conflict in general amongst the community. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the target is within the community of believers because this is the letter of one Corinthians or first Corinthians if you want to be a dick about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is written into a time period in which churches already existed. So yes. in the last episode, we talked about Jesus espousing proto-communist beliefs that would eventually be used to form the basis of early Christian communities. Well, those communities are a thing now. Yeah, yeah right. Those so, are already in play. Yeah. So this letter is anywhere between 50 and maybe 200 years, uh, not much more than two, maybe I think 180 probably the outer limit here for, for Corinthians, uh, after the death of Jesus Christ. So we have communities, they are extant places where believers are living and operating together, trying to make this whole proto-commune system work. Mm-hmm. So conflict amongst believers in contained communities was a, an issue worth discussing. Yeah, like in the modern day, where like we don't have these kind of commune, self-contained communities, we all kind of live and breathe and wander through society and get poisoned by it and the parasites within it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at you, Osteen. Looking at you. <laughs> always, always looking. Um, for you. The the dynamic construct of this is a bit different. Mm-hmm. So it's worth understanding that there is a different social situation here. But what they're pointing out here is a skill we many of us have lost over generations which is the ability to let it the hell go mm-hmm. yep like, to ask yourself what's this taken if it's not really all that much let it go take it you know fine whatever mm-hmm. um and to like I-, I love you more than i hate what you do right yeah, yeah the ability to say that now there are of course some things that break the bonds of fellowship like trying to genocide entire communities for example like there, yes. there are pieces of that that are worth having a conflict where the measure of that is important and that's why the book of matthew gives the steps to conflict resolution like this, you know, this doesn't exist outside of the rest of the canon of the bible there's more to do here when the conflicts get that big but what he's pointing out here is most of this is piddly shit yeah, yeah. It's unnecessary to get lawyers involved in a church environment. We don't do that. Right. Yeah, or we shouldn't do that. Yeah, we shouldn't Correct. do that. Anyway. We shouldn't um, do that. But the, the motion here to the, to the ah, the gays passage here is really telling. Because yeah. you've got, this is what's going on. Why not just take the L? Even if these people are as bad as you say... They're not going into the kingdom of God, so why is it your business? They're going to get theirs in the end. Why are you concerned with what they're doing? Why do you care? Because it's always my my questions to, you know, those who have a problem with, ah, the gays. Uh, First off, why do you care either, A, what's in my pants, or B, who's in my bedroom? Just say you want to get with me. We're in our bedroom. Hey. <laughs> like, but seriously, just say you're like sexually attracted to me and get it over with. Cause right. I, it's what it feels like. Right. Like this is what it like this is 
where that American strain towards cultural puritanicalism mm-hmm. runs into a real problem with Christian uh, living. We're open about this. At least we're supposed to be. Right. Like, we're supposed to own that. Like, yeah, I kind of think she's hot, but I'm married. So, like, I'm going to talk about it and then I'm going to move on. Like, yeah. that's the thing that we do. Um, you know, we, we have the conversation. We address it in a healthy way and we move on. Uh, but American puritanicalism has always believed in the repression of pretty much anything about ourselves that is good, if we're being honest. Right. right. It's super fun. The puritanical, the puritanical folk were so uptight that the British kicked them out. That should tell you something right there. Um, yeah. It's great to break through. I love that for us. Yeah. 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 Religious trauma. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. But like, we don't like, th- there's a reason why in the early days of the church, there were a lot of theological overcompensations. Like people who took one aspect of the church and then took it too far. Like right. as, as we were forming doctrine, forming communities and stuff like that, there's a reason why most of the early church communities that went too far were ones that basically turned into sex cults. Yeah. Like, cause if we're going to lean a direction, it's going to be in being open about this stuff and not in being closeted about this stuff. Right. Um, so like, yes, we do have to be careful and, you know, we still do get Christian based sex cults fairly on the regular. Like that is a thing that happens. Um, a thing that happens Which, for those of you who are wondering is why we have denominations so that we can self-regulate and keep that shit from happening crazy thought that's what they're there for no that's what i'm saying is it's you're right we didn't know that yeah. and that's the thing that blows my mind is is those are the things that are kept from you growing up as an evangelical here's something i've always said and i know it's blunt and i know it's aggressive and i know it'll piss people off but it's also me so whatever um, this podcast what do you mean yeah. yeah for all of the ones of people listening who might get offended exactly. <laughs> yeah right um when an evangelical pastor tells you that denominations are evil what he and i do mean he because it's always what he is, saying is that it's not yet but i definitely want this church to be a sex cult <laughs> you know what i think you're correct <laughs> we're heading that way so stop distracting me yeah like i mean that's really what it is it's like i'm not saying that denominations exist solely to prevent sex cults they, they exist to provide accountability and prevent a lot of things like right yeah you know my my denomination my regional body just recently dealt with a sexual predator in their midst um mm-hmm. like yeah. we have a strong accountability system and we friggin' use it yeah. um but it, that's why we have denominations is to keep this stuff from happening right um but if it's left regulated, yeah. But if we don't regulate ourselves, then stuff goes off the walls. And to bring it all back, that's what's happening in, in yeah, Florida, yeah. As they were left unregulated, and this was a legalistic society, so they started suing the crap out of each other. Right. <laughs> you get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. You get a lawsuit. You get three lawsuits. Right. You get a countersuit and a lawsuit and another countersuit about the countersuit that you filed. Yeah. So, like, you know, we talk, like we like to joke about regulating sex cults out of Christianity because sex is funny. That's why we keep joking about it. Of course. Because exactly. we're open about it, right? Have you ever seen what it looks like when someone has sex? It's hilarious. It, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of context, yeah. It really doesn't make much sense. <laughs> out yeah. of context. Like it's all it's all weird faces and jiggling. It's weird. <laughs> Accurate. See, I broke I like both that time. Look up, but... 
know, like, we, we talk about it because it's funny, but that regulation of our communities is important on a variety mm -hmm. of factors. In Corinth, it's attending towards excess legalism and confrontation. That's what's yeah. being regulated here. And in the absence of a denominational authority, they have their founding pastor who's sending them a letter saying, knock it the hell off. Yeah. In the immortal words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Told you I was getting it in there. I know. I knew you were gonna get that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> in the immortal words of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, like that is the end result here is that regulation is important and friggin' stop it. Like that's actually yeah. what this verse is. Oh is yeah, it, it's like it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. The list of sins given in verses nine and ten were not intended to be a list of the things that we as Christians should not do forever and always. They were intended to be a list of things that most of the people here all kind of recognize as problems, including yeah. socially abusive sexuality and not specifically homosexuality. Like, right. we don't generally agree that these things are bad, but these and all the other stuff, they're not making it to the end of the game anyway, so don't bother with it! Yeah, right. Which is why I find it interesting how this verse is often used abusively, because the whole point of the passage is it's none your business. Stop it. Yeah. Right. The it's, whole point is let it go. It's literally a passage about stopping abuse yeah. of other people. <laughs> whistling frozen there for a minute. Uh, I know. I thought it too. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who has a daughter uh, at or below the age of like 12, the minute someone says let it go is immediately hearing piano. Yeah, just done. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's Both a of our thing. girls. Yeah, yeah. Both of our girls barely born when the movie came out. And yet... Jay was too. I know. Mine wasn't even born yet. <laughs> and still, just part of the lexicon. They just know. To be fair, her side been. note, my daughter, when, when it came, she was like four or five, I think, and she was all about Let It Go. Like, she would sing it, she would play it, she had books that played it on repeat. We heard it on a loop for about two and a half years straight. Yeah, feel and that. Then, Been there. And then she started edging towards preteen years and became a hardcore tomboy who hates Disney princesses. As you do. So, Sound, sounds similar. Every time, because I'm a parent and I'm living for those moments where I get to do stuff like this, every time she gets into a conflict with her brothers and continues to argue, I just start singing Let It Go. Yeah! <laughs> that's a parenting way right there. That, that's maximum dad energy. Right. I think I'm going to do that Christmas. <laughs> yeah yeah sounds jay's like, hitting about that age yeah sounds good to me but there there was one thing i i kind of yeah. want to poke at it's mm -hmm. it's a little bit off of what we were talking about but it's something that really bothers me with with verses like this uh can we can we bring up the point that uh, you kind of brought it up of like you know this is definitely some time after the teachings of jesus christ this yeah. is not the same thing can we stop like believing this narrative that Paul, who let's say wrote this, because that's who it's attributed to, mm -hmm. uh, Paul and Jesus weren't teaching at the same time. Yeah, and it's it's worth Corinthians one and two, or first and second, as thou must prefer. Um, <laughs> Corinthians is generally thought to have been written by Paul. Like, okay, I wasn't Corinthians. sure how like but certain. When we start getting was. into the later epistles, yeah, not, and then like the Catholic epistles, definitely not. And yeah. like the Johannine epistles, like first and second John are definitely not like, and they're, they're right. also, fun fact, by the way, uh, for anyone who wants to get into a discussion on revelation, I'm looking to start a Bible study on the discord server on that one too. Um, gospel John 
Epistle John and Revelation John, three different people. Yep. Right. Um, let's let's leave that piece out of it. But anyway, as my uh, names. my New Testament professor pointed out when I was at seminary, so the first thing you need to remember when you're reading anything after the book of Acts is that mm -hmm. you're reading somebody else's mail. Mm -hmm. Like you are not reading something that was intended to be put down in a book and made into literature. It's not an exhaustive theological treatise. It is one dude writing a letter to a church saying, what the hell, guys, stop it. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. And most of these epistles are Paul or someone pretending to be Paul engaging in communal problem solving. Like this, mm -hmm. And they're reflective of their own theological and cultural teachings. I mean, they're not, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Christian pastor. I'm not going to say disregard the entire half of the New Testament. Like there right. is God-inspired biblical teaching in here. Yeah. It's important to understand what it is you're reading. Yeah. Now that's like I, I wouldn't crack open the Lord of the Rings expecting you to get a cookbook. <laughs> I don't crack not? open I don't crack open, you know, Paul's letter to the church in Corinth expecting to get the words straight out of the mouth of Jesus Christ, because that's a different book. Right. right. They're not the same thing. This is the point I'm getting at. Yeah. They're not the same and if we, if we want to get hyper simple i think we should also point out the bible is not one book the bible is an omnibus many books put together many all of which right. have different purposes no mm. way most of which written from the opinions of the people writing them yeah exactly so right. anything else we want to want to dig into here or do we want to round it out for today you got anything nope i think i'm good did I, did I hit the nail on the head enough times? Yeah. Is it in, is it like embedded yeah. into the wood now? Okay. Yeah. You you put it in and you nailed it perfectly. Well done. <laughs> yeah. There it is. I wondered how long you it was going to take you to get that I'm one. I'm sorry. That was an easy setup, but you just <laughs> left it there for me. Here, hold on. Here you he go. Just, it's on the tee. He's really good at that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's not no not gonna not gonna leave <laughs> you're grounded chair camp <laughs> in any case like share subscribe do the youtube and or podcast yes. and yeah. spread it around to people for the love of god the more people who watch and or listen to this thing the better things get for all of us Heck yeah. see if we can get to tens of people right <laughs> Ten, maybe dozens if we can get to hundreds we may accidentally cause world peace or at least piss oh. off all the evangelicals at once one or the other can we but can we like guys can, can we, we please <laughs> but seriously like the the biggest pluggable i always want to push is is this discord server you guys it's so awesome like and i will yeah you know i will sing its praises till the day i die having a community of people that are open and willing to talk through stuff with you I have not experienced this, mm -hmm. and it is insanely eye-opening. We've been I'm a little just, quiet lately, but... We've been quiet lately just because, you know, Life stuff is. going on. Uh, but, you know, it it's good to know that it's going on even when I'm not Feeling up to it. super active. Because I can still be there and be involved without having to say anything. Yeah. Like we've, got all, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on on the Discord server. We've got threads on a bunch of different topics. We've got a daily devotions thread. And I'm going to put daily in pretty big air quotes because I'm the only one writing it. And holy crap, I do miss about like 50% of the other days on that. I, I, I figured it's like, the, oh, yeah. You ought to just change the thread to just periodic devotionals. You know, I'm going to have to. I'm really going to have to. Like, 
the, the, this particular year as we get into Advent, it's going to be like, yeah, normally people do a devotions for Advent. I'm just going to take a break from devotions for Advent because I'm... Hey, you know? And I, love when I just get the message of, oh yeah, devotions. <laughs> I'm not doing this today. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I do occasionally just straight up say, I'm not doing this today. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, who, you know who I wish would say that sometimes? Oh, Steen. <laughs> wouldn't mind an occasional uh, stop payment from JK as well while we're at it. Yeah, wow, right. Real, Heck yeah. But, yeah. You mentioned Advent. Uh, did, happy holidays to yeah. those those of us who are, you know, not of the Christian focus. Uh, Merry we, Christmas, you know, Happy Hanukkah, Quasi Kwanzaa, to paraphrase Futurama. <laughs> Love it. And whatever <laughs> other holidays we may miss, uh, know that we wish a happy one to you. We respect you. We'd love to hear from you in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, please bring us another perspective. And more holidays. Yes. And more holidays. Yeah. I like holidays. Yeah, I love that. And, and even if you're not from another religion, faith, practice, or belief system, join the Discord anyway. It's fun. Yeah. 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 If you're a Christian, especially join the Discord because you're still going to learn things. I promise. Well, I hope so anyway. Yeah. Wait, do more holidays mean more decorations? <laughs> no, but it means more days that Don can take off doing <laughs> devotions. Yes. Yes. I like this. <laughs> I like this theory. I'm going to run with it. Thank you. <laughs> it's national tree planting day i'm not doing an emotion today speaking of advent though if you are japan side as i know at least a handful of our listeners may or may not be um uh this coming christmas season we will be having a christmas eve service here at uh the church building which is ashia christian church in ashia right near ashia station i know it's counterintuitive but makes sense right um <laughs> Address and everything, details for this are going to be popping up on the website in relatively short order, but we are going to be having kind of a Christmas communion service, which is a little different than how things are normally done, but be on the lookout for that, details on the website, come join us for that, it's going to be a hoot, uh, or at the very least a theological appropriate meditative experience, which I would also classify as a hoot because I'm a geek. Um, <laughs> as, as you do. I'm sad we can't be there. As, as yeah. one. Yeah, well, you know, who who knows? Maybe Santa Claus will turn out to be real and leave plane tickets in your stocking. I don't know. Heck yeah, I'm great. down. I'll, I'll run to Japan Wait, for a little while. Would it be done already, though? Hmm. <laughs> Just the silence. <laughs> Just Damn the you, the ever-moving flow of time. <laughs> if, we fly, if we fly to the west, we'll be fine. <laughs> it's going east the that's time. the problem. <laughs> Get a plane, chase the sled, you'll be fine. Hey, got it. <laughs> Where is Superman when you need him to fly backwards and turn back time? If I could turn back time, I would still not be able to afford a plane ticket. <laughs> that as well. Yeah. Unless I could invest in some company if I could go back in time. But. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Have a good okay. week. Various yeah. links and stuff below. We've done our various plugs. Peace out. We'll see you next week as we start our series of Untitled, uh, which again parallels our Bible study. If you haven't attended that, you should. We're going to be starting out with various readings as we start into the Advent season. So we're going to be detoxifying the arrival of Jesus Herbert Walker Christ. So come join us for that. <laughs> Woo! And, and one more time to piss off the evangelicals. Happy holidays! Ooh, that's a thing. Have a good week. We'll see y'all later. Bye! Yeah.